My name is uh, Lenny Reich. I am the Assistant Athletic Director and Sports Information Director at the University of Mount Union in Alliance, Ohio. We are a Division III school, uh, members of the Ohio Athletic Conference. Uh, I have been an SID for 25 years. I've been here at Mount Union for the last 14, but I've been an SID for 25. And on the board, I am a National At-Large Representative on the Coastside Board. Tell me a little bit more about your career path and um, how you got into sports information and uh, detail your role at Mountain Union a little bit. Sure. So um, when I was an undergrad at uh, Georgia Southern University, I actually worked for our baseball team as a student equipment manager. And um, I uh, roomed with the SID on occasion on the road. And um, I always used to joke that that was going to be the job I wasn't going to do in college athletics. I knew I wanted to work in college athletics. I was never sure what. And, um, you know, I would room with the SID on the road and he would be working on stuff. We would go out to eat. We'd come back. He'd still be working on stuff. And so I was just like, um, you know, amazed at how much work they did. And they were always the first ones there and the last ones to leave. And so but I was like, I'm going to do something else. I'm not going to do that. Um, I did an internship uh, when I first started out at um, Edinburgh University in Pennsylvania, not far from where I grew up, and um, did an internship for the whole athletic department. So it was great that I got to see a lot of different parts of the athletic department. And um, the sports information director at the time um, needed more help than anybody else. And so I ended up helping him a lot. And uh, when it came time to go find a job, not every school had a ticket manager or facility manager or business manager, but pretty much every school had a sports information director. So I thought I would start doing that and then I would branch off into other things. And uh, like I said, that was 25 years ago and I've been fortunate enough to, to stay in the business over the years and, and move around. And um, like, like I said, I came to Mount Union 14 years ago and uh, um, you know, as assistant athletic director, I do a lot of administrative duties within the athletic department, but as a sports information director, I'm in charge of all the um, media relations and public relations for our 24 uh, division three varsity teams. Um, I have two great assistants that work for me and, uh, and do great work and, and a lot of students. And when we figure out how to get things, get things done, but uh, I really have a dual role, like you said, in doing some operation stuff with athletics and doing um, sports information stuff. And that's really just been throughout my experience, just trying to help out and uh, do as many different things as I can to help our departments uh, get through at the places that I've been at and been fortunate that people have noticed that and, and want me to work on those kind of things. What drove your interest to specifically serve on the COSADA Board of Directors? Uh, wow. Well, um, you know, I was very fortunate early in my career because I did not have maybe, you know, the SIDs that I worked with in college were great to me. I didn't do a ton of stuff with them, but I did do some stuff on occasion with sports information and they were great to me. And when I was starting out in the business as somebody that didn't have uh, maybe not classically trained in being an SID, I really needed to lean on other sports information directors to learn the business. And I was so, so fortunate early in my career, I got to, I got to rub elbows with really some Hall of Fame sports information directors, folks like Pete Nevins, folks like uh, Ann King, uh, oh geez, you know, Dave Rath, um, the late Robin Hartman, 
um, you know, all kinds of people. I, I, there are too many to even name that I, I'm sure I've even forgot some people already that, that really helped me out. So I always felt um, obligated to help people out when I was in a position where I could help people out. Um, so really my path to this role started really over a decade ago when I got involved with D3 SIDA. And, um, you know, I was, I was voted by my peers to be a regional representative. And I thought, well, I'll just do that for two years and then I'll be done. And I did my, my political part or, or helping out. And um, over that time, then people asked me to be in the officer's rotation. And I spent the better part of, of the last decade in the, um, in the Division III, uh, D3 side of officer rotation, eventually becoming the president. Uh, during the 18-19 school year. And then um, at the end of that, I, and I had been approached by people before about maybe serving COSIDA in a role. I'd always been very active on committees to try and help out. Um, I've been on the Academic All-America Committee for a long time. I used to be on the old uh, technology committee or what was called the computer committee a long time ago even. Um, wrote articles for the digest back in the day. Uh, made sure to get involved at conventions um, speaking and doing other things, presenting and being um, a moderator, um, and just trying to help out as best I could, just like I do with my regular job. And so I was approached by folks if I would be interested in the COSIDA board, and and um, I, I, I thought it was definitely, I, I mean, I thought, wow, it's something that I'd heard a lot about. Obviously, I'd been a part of, I'd seen some great people that have been a part of it, and uh, was fortunate enough that they thought I could help out and uh, in that role. And so I came on the board uh, three years ago in 2000, well, it would be the 1920 school year. I started on the board and um, obviously through a trying time, through a different time in college athletics in the world, really. But um, it's been a, a wonderful experience and, and great to uh, um, network with people and work with some great professionals, not just obviously in division three, but work with professionals throughout all of college athletics. So um, what are you most thankful for in this industry or in your personal life or in general? Well, I'm most thankful in my personal life for, um, uh, for my wife and my daughter. Um, uh, uh, I've been married for uh, a long time and uh, uh, 20, uh, 22 years or coming up on 22 years. And my wife's been with me um, the whole time. Uh, I've been a sports information director and she's been uh, incredibly supportive of, of the job and the times we've had to move and other things. And um, we have a 16-year-old daughter and I'm incredibly proud of her and um, what she does. And um, so I'm fortunate there. Um, I'm thankful on the work side that I've been able to work with just some incredible coaches and administrators and folks at a variety of different schools. And through COSIDA, I've been able to meet just tremendous people from all walks of college athletics life that have been great to um, that have been great to deal with, great to network with. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I've I've been fortunate to be you know I've been fortunate to be recognized you know by my peers, and um, there's been nothing that's been you know more thankful or more gracious than to uh, hear you're doing a good job, but to hear you're doing a good job from. Uh, the of people that you are in the business with is um, is 
awe-inspiring and very humbling for for me. So so I'm very fortunate. I have I have a lot to be thankful for, and I'm very fortunate to be in the position that I'm in. What do you feel passionate about in life? Oh man, <laughs> what do I feel passionate about in life? Uh, uh, wow. Um, well, I, I I feel passionate about trying to be the you know the best. Uh, um, like I said, the best husband, father, SID friend, son um, that I can that I can be to people. Um, you know, I, I, I'm you know I'm I'm passionate about uh, about seeing people grow and seeing people uh, move. You know, I, I this this past semester I started teaching a class here at Mount Union, and um, it, it, it's um, it's been a, a good shot in the arm of something different. You know, sometimes. You know this 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 job can become um, you know a little mundane, or, or you're doing the same things over and over again. And to be able to do something different um, like that, and be able to see a different way of touching students and uh, and and having an impact on students has been a, has been a really neat experience um, for for me. Um, you know, I've been fortunate to have great assistants, great student workers over the years, and we've had a a way to make an impact on people that way. And this has just been a different way um, to make an impact uh, on our on our campus and, um, and and do things. So so I'm always passionate about uh, about learning about, um, you know, um, about, you know, a, a lot of things we say, you know, here um, at Mount Union, we have a sign, you know, it's uh, in our locker room in our football locker rooms, faith, family and football. And so I, I, I take I take pride in all three of those things, and I try and continue to work on those three things all the time. Uh, what's on your bucket list? Oh boy, uh, what is on my bucket list? Well, aside from successfully navigating parenthood till I have a uh, a, a child that's a, a high school and college graduate. Um, uh, um, you know, my wife and I like to like to travel. So I, I'd say, you know, obviously going to some going to some great places and being able to, to share some great places with her, um, you know, around the country and, and do some different things and, and hopefully, um, uh, you know, as we uh, as we get older, we'll have, you know, more time and more opportunity uh, to do some of those to do some of those things. Um, I would love to, uh, you know, I'm I'm a big baseball fan. I'm a Cleveland Guardian season ticket holder. I would love to get to all 30 major league ballparks, and um, I, we're we're about halfway there, I think, right now. So it would be a great way to do that, and um, um, you know, just continue to um, you know connect with people, and um, you know, continue to uh, try and you know live life to to the fullest every day. You know, I, I've. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, know, um, you know, the the friendship I had with um, with Chris Wensler, who was a sports information director at John Carroll, who passed away um, a, a couple years ago now, or soon come up on a couple years. And he always had a great way of of living every day, of living life, even when he found out his diagnosis and and where things were going. Just the way he um, attacked every day and, and took advantage of every day and lived every day. That's, that's the same kind of stuff that I, that I try and strive to do. I want to make every day matter as best I can. And, and that, 
then you know that's probably as good a bucket list thing as you can have is try and is try and live every day to, to its fullest and try and take advantage of of the opportunities that you have every day what's something the cosada membership doesn't know that makes board membership rewarding Wow, what's something that? <laughs> um, well, you know, my my term's been all virtual, so it's been a different uh, it's been a different way to be a board member when your term's been all virtual. And I'm really looking forward to this summer and, and getting a chance to see everybody. Um, so I would say I, I don't know if people anticipate just you know how connected you can become to these people. I mean, you know, we're we're on the phone once a month, but. I, I think even more, you know, we learn so much from each other. And I've been really fortunate in the, the now two and a half years that I've served on the board. There's just been tremendous people. There, there hasn't been any, um, you know, everybody's really meshed well personally and professionally. And uh, we've had such um, a diverse group of board members whether it be from uh, the different levels of college athletics, from junior colleges up through Canadian colleges, up through the NAI Division One and Division Two and Division Three, but we've also have we have people that are um, younger in the profession that are that are at one point we have some people that have been around the profession for a long time, and you know we have people that are just getting ready to retire. Um, so we so you know we've been able. I think people would be surprised how much we learn from each other, how much we could lean on each other, and and how um, it's a group of people that I, I, I feel confident of that even when my time is done on the board that I can send an email or pick up a phone or contact those people and uh, uh, I would be able to, um, you know, rely on those people for something if, if there was something that they could help me out with. What's your biggest challenge as it relates to the profession now and in the future? Well, I think my biggest challenge now is, um, you know, I think like everybody being able to manage um, kind of this volume of things that are going on and, uh, and being able to, um, to do things in the way that you want to do them. And, um, and I think, um, you know, as you get older, in my case, I think just being able um, physically to listen to yourself and be able to take care of yourself when when things uh, when you need to take care of those things. Um, but I think just just the you know you know things have things have gone have grown exponentially as far as the pace of how we're doing things, how much stuff we're doing, and just how many different things that are going on. And I think you have to be able to manage all those things and manage yourself in that same token and be willing to um, uh, administrate, be willing to delegate things to people, be willing to tell people, here's what we can do and here's what we can't do. And uh, I, I think, um, you know, uh, having those, being able to have those conversations with the people that we report to and being able to, I guess, strategically plan better uh, in the future is, is what will really separate the people that are successful and and good at this and the people that aren't. And if you could change one thing about working in an athletic communication office, what would it be? Wow, if I could 
if I could change one thing. Well, well, I wish I could get newspapers to come back around, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, you know, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I would change anything. I, I don't, I, you know, I, you know, I don't have any, I, I don't have any regrets. I don't, I, I, you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, many of our situations are what we, what we make of our situations. And what I tell young people all the time is when you feel like you're um, putting in more of yourself to the organization than the organization's putting into you, then you need to, to, to be to have a serious look around or, or or look for maybe a different opportunity or whatever else but but I don't think I you know I think um, I think people you know have to be honest with themselves and honest with what the position is and 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 be able to uh, to navigate their way through it in those ways now are, are there different ways we can help people are there different ways we can we can go about it yes and 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 I know that's what Cosida wants to do and continue to help members out with is to help members um, bridge those, you know, have those conversations, bridge those, bridge those gaps and, and help develop people. Um, so, so no, I, I don't know if there'd be any major changes that I would make. So. And um, can you tell me something that very few people know about you? Maybe like a hobby or wow. your favorite podcast, favorite book, <laughs> something along those lines. Uh, well, I don't think it'll surprise anybody. I listen to a lot of college football podcasts, so the uh, the uh, college college football inquirer is uh, is uh, a must listen to podcast for any college football fan. But uh, um, as far as the, uh, what people might not know about me. Um, I grew up on a farm and uh, my parents up until just about a year ago owned a vineyard. So we actually owned a, we owned a vineyard of grapes that we actually sold to uh, Welch's Foods uh, all the years that we grew them. So, so hopefully any jelly or juice that you have in your refrigerator is, uh, is from Welch. So, but uh, so yeah, I, I, other than that, oh, and my, my high school mascot, because we grew grapes, my high school mascot was the grape pickers where I grew up in, uh, in Northeast Pennsylvania, we were the Northeast PA grape pickers. So that's something that some people know, but not a lot of people know. I can tell you, I definitely didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, uh, how would your best friend describe you in four words or less? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I don't know if there are four words I could repeat on a public uh, Zoom, but uh, um, <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm fortunate. I, I have three friends that I, that I uh, talk to that uh, I still, we hang out uh, one weekend a, a year and uh, we've known each other since we've been five years old. So I have, I have three friends that, among other friends that have known me for a long time. And I, I, I don't know, I, I would hope they would say that I was, um, uh, you know, um, uh, easy to get along with and uh, um caring and fun to be around and, and, uh, and somebody that they thought was a, was a true friend to them. So, or that was around when they, if they needed something, they knew, they knew they could reach out to me and get it. So, um, like I said, I've, I've been uh, really fortunate to have so, I mean, countless amount of friends in this business and, uh, and around this business that, uh, have really made, made this whole thing, you know, worthwhile for me. So.